The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the Midweek News. Join your hosts, Iceman and Holstera, two law enforcement professionals ready to offer their unfiltered opinions on the latest news from the world of law enforcement. No filters, no edits, so be warned. The content may be upsetting to some listeners. Sit down and hold up. This may get a little bumpy. Totally wrong intro. This is not the midweek news, but it is Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. What day is it? Today's Monday. No shit. Oh, starting off strong. What? Next thing you know, we'll be doing a Tuesday, a Thursday, a Friday episode. I'll have to be retired before I can do that much. I don't know. Welcome, everybody. I appreciate y'all showing up. We're going to do the quick housekeeping out the way real quick. And uh, then we'll get moving on it. Hey, babe. We got to, I got to do the Patreon first. Hello, Beth. Hey, Beth. Oh, don't we start singing the McRib song? What? Got to love some McRibs. All right. We're going to do a shout out to our uh, full crew member Patreons. We got Mr. Hoppy Hoppinson, uh, truck driving friend. Uh, we got uh, Christopher DeMars. We got Z Palmer, Z Man, Miss Lawrence Stimson. We got Roy S. Do not mistake Roy S. for Roy P. <laughs> Roy P. is for Roy Pervert in prison, always in Facebook jail. We got our girl from down under, JoJo. JoJo. We got Miss Kaylee Norris, Natasha A., and the OG. Melissa Holstein. We appreciate. She's my favorite, but I might be biased. We appreciate all our Patreons, of course. And uh, it's the reason I go live. Well, well, we go live as long as we make one person in this world happy for about you know a little bit. Two minutes. It's it's worth it. <laughs> worth it all. Uh oh. Also, if you'd like a cigar. Promo codes up there. Go to mypatriotcigar.com. Put in the promo code MOTORCOP15. Get 15% off of your entire order. If you order $100 or more, you have free shipping also. So go check that out. Good for Christmas presents, all that stuff. It's not uh, no cheap cigars or good cigars. Yep. Holster won't mind if you send him a box. <laughs> uh, go like and subscribe. Five stars uh, review, if you would. We'll shout it out. If you don't have uh, Apple, you can always review the page itself also. Uh, I've got to go check it and see if I have it. I haven't checked it in a while. You can also so, send email rolling along the bottom and all that good stuff. Uh, yes, also you can go check out the new uh, website, www.motorcopchronicles.com. I made a web page. Uh, you can access the Etsy store and 
all the other platforms at the links on the bottom of that page also. So go check all that out. Uh, yeah, do not type in motorcock.com. That's an <laughs> entirely different website. Yes. Also, if you'd like to join the Patreon and get more motorcop stuff uh, that I do not put on here, uh, you can go to Patreon and join up. They got a $3 uh, hangout, uh, hangaround tier, $6 prospect, and $10 uh full crew member and uh you can read each one of the perks of course 10 hours got more of stuff and i'll send you a free crew member coffee mug if you sign up on that one so let's start these uh stories out because i know they get tired of hearing commercials (laughs) i i don't i mean i'm one of your best damn friends and i get tired of it so i could imagine they're probably like god skip fast forward yeah, that first one, it, I found it really interesting. So basically, uh, a lot of you people haven't read it. A uh, high schooler killed in Gonzales after a social media feud leads to a deadly shooting. Um, yeah, basically, there's an online bicker batter like you would have on Facebook. This doesn't have a lot of context. Um, it's a and short it came, story. Yeah, it, it, very short, so much it took everything that matters out of the story. Um, apparently, there was shots that rang out of the local gas station. Uh, the police says that the uh, so the victim was not involved in the uh, fight. and uh, They usually aren't. Somehow, yeah. For some reason, people cannot shoot the people they actually want to shoot. And they well, were yes. probably arguing over just something totally asinine. Well, let's be honest. The kind of people that uh, go out there and appropriate firearms for uh, unlawful reasons don't exactly go to the range to practice. So, anyway, he was a young kid, right? Got shot. 17 17. years old. Got shot and killed. He, uh, yeah, he didn't have nothing to do with it. They, you know, the little fight broke out. And I wish they would tell, you know, whether it was a Facebook or social, you know, Twitter or what the hell. Regardless, these little bastards actually took it from the keyboard to the streets, which is rare. And uh, they open fire on the person. They don't say whether or not more people died. All they say is this one 17-year-old innocent bystander died. (sighs) People didn't stop shooting each other. Always shooting. Yeah. Over, like I said, most likely something stupid. It's probably something stupid, like somebody going, "Man, your bitch is so fine," and they, you know, probably don't talk about my girl. Be like, you know, on the internet, the minute they say don't talk about so and so, the first thing you're gonna do is blam. Well, yeah, you could turn into real shit if you know that's the way it was when we grew up. You, you didn't have the internet if you went to school and somebody's talking shit, get off the bus and beat their ass. No, oh, yeah, well, it's not like that anymore. Yeah, I, you know. They don't throw fist anymore. They throw lead. Yeah, I don't think they're scared to fight <clears throat> like real men, I guess. You know, this next door is just going to piss you the fuck off. Why? I that? know it pissed me the hell off. So let me let me set the uh, let me set the image for you. Uh, wife says, "Hey, babe, it's starting to get cold outside. My tires are low on air. My battery's a little low. It's making some weird noises. Go check my car." So this man has leaned over his car, working on it. Probably cussing the day that he was born. Next thing he knows, he gets popped in the fucking leg. He gets shot in the leg out of nowhere. He ain't doing shit but working on his car. Did she shoot him? No. 
There was nothing. They literally, I mean, like, that's how short the story is that, you know, it allows us to pretty much have a carte blanche with the, uh, you know, the amount of time and what happened. <clears throat> well, but the story. That's what I assume. It's working on your shit and being really pissed off that you have to work on it. Next thing you know, your day got even worse because you got hit with a random round in the leg. Well, there's no telling. He might have. It might have been somebody that was mad at him, or it might just been some stupid kid decided to shoot somebody when he went by. That's it's plum pathetic. And all these stories today are from Louisiana, by the way. You know, <laughs> this this one, the guy got shot in the leg. We're going to just this past Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I, all the men that listen to this podcast and some of the ladies, I mean. It is frustrating working on your vehicle. Frustrating. What is every, what is frustrating? It, it extremely agitated. So it's, it, that's more than frustrating. So yeah. flu, frustrating is right, worse right. than frustrating. Just wait for the next time you try to say human. What what about human? Any? You said well, you said frustrating. Flustered. That's two different things. Flustered and frustrated. But I mean, you do, can you be what? can you be menstruating and frustrated at the same time? Yeah, it's like it Rose says that uh, it's the same as crew, crew and crew. No, see, that's the Louisiana way to spell it with a K. Oh, okay. But uh, I'm, look, 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 you, you're you're frustrating me right now. So just, yeah, just I mean, you know, it. you're you're wrapping your knuckles <laughs> underneath the damn engine, hitting your cold ass fingers and shit. And you just get shot in the leg. I, I would be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not even going to the hospital. Yeah, you would. Eventually, yeah. My wife would kick my ass and make me go. This next one, we got another kid that uh, got shot. A high schooler was killed in in Gonzales, Louisiana, after a so. Oh, we just read that one. How did I get that yeah. one out of whack? Because I read both of them. The uh, the next one you're looking for is the person of interest in the custody. Uh, in custody after shooting that the, left a mother and a teenager dead. Yeah, it looks like uh, all he has is a picture. I found here is a is a house trailer. Uh, this yeah. happened in uh, Hammond, which would be in Tangipahua. Is uh, Tangipahua. Yeah, deputies. Uh, they did take someone into custody after a mother and her teenage daughter were found shot to death inside their home over this past weekend. Though law enforcement would not say whether that person was being booked on criminal charges. Well, why would you take somebody into custody and not book them on criminal charges? Because you know as well as I do, you can't criminally charge somebody because you have set amount of time to let them go if or prove the so case. Like 72 hours or something. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you can't just go up and be like, all right, we're arresting you for the murder of uh, Joe Schmo and then arrest you next month for the exact same thing. It, you just can't do it. Um so they can't charge him until they got enough evidence. I really hope they didn't jump the gun by putting him in custody and completely destroy the case because that would fucking suck. And I said the two victims were found by family members who came home and then called 911 at 2.30 a.m. Saturday morning. Uh, Brandy Smith, 37, and her daughter Raven Smith, 17, were killed, deputies said. The shooting happened on Stevenson Lane, a dead-end street off of Old Baton Rouge Highway near the intersection of Happy Woods Road. It's nothing happy going on around there, I guess. <laughs> Deputy said a person of interest has been taken into custody amid the investigation, but criminal charges for the homicides have not yet been doled out. The sheriff's office did not release the identity of that said person because it is still being investigated as a domestic homicide. So uh, it's most likely one of these ladies, 
Uh, boyfriends. Boyfriends, ex-boyfriend, baby mom, baby daddy, however you want to say it. Uh, it no telling. It, I guarantee you it was over something fucking. She dumped them or cheated on them. And it's like, oh, no, I can't have you. Nobody's going to hate you. Some bull, stupid bullshit like that. So, uh, unfortunately, you have two two ladies now that are deceased over what is, uh, hopefully, who they do catch you did it and put his ass in fucking prison for the rest of his life yeah. or put him on the death row which that's just a life sentence too because it takes a hundred freaking years to well, I thought get anybody the Supreme, over there i thought the supreme court overturned uh, death penalties i don't think they got rid of all of them no no the death i think like putting people to death like the electric chair and shit um i, I can look it up and we'll get back this next story this you're going to have one. to read because I can't even open it. The uh, Pineville. Pineville? Why can't yeah. you open it? When I Apparently, Newsbreak has an update. I don't like you. Anyway, this next one, we're going over to Pineville, Louisiana. And, uh, they had a man they arrested. He is accused of trafficking girls and forcing them to work. And he agrees to a plea deal. The Pineville man has pleaded guilty in a federal court to sex trafficking of child of children and to forcing a girl and two other children to work to support him. Uh, so this guy's I couldn't find a picture of him. Uh, he's just a total piece of shit. I'd love to have a picture of him. Darnell Fulton will be sentenced April 11th in Alexandria. I don't see why they got to wait. I mean, they're going to wait all the way till April. Yeah, just do it the same day. Fuck it. I mean, just sentence them that day. And I, uh, according it, to it the, gives the inmate something to look forward to. An eight-count indictment filed on July 2020, and this is 2022 now, <laughs> so it's two years already. Now we're going to wait until next April to sentence them. Let's uh, say the shit's just moving way too slow. It alleges, it shouldn't be alleged because he pled guilty to it, so that he had trafficked two girls for sex and forced them and another younger child. Now listen to this bullshit, okay? This is this is some fucked up shit. He forced the other, the two girls he was using for prostitutes and another younger child to bake brownies and sell them to help support him and his family. Really? Brown? Fucking with the weed brownies? I mean, the children were taken out of school and tortured by, through water. He waterboarded these children, okay? If you don't know what waterboarding is, I mean, that's fucking horrible oh it won't kill you no but i mean they it hit, is terrible though it's a sensation of drowning for hours yeah and other methods to meet daily sales quotas the abuse took place from june 2016 through 2019 the indictment alleges on october october 26th fulton pled guilty to transporting a minor minor to another state with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity inspired to engage in forced labor this dude is like it's a fucking monster. The agreement calls for the other counts of the indictments to be dismissed. Fulton is expected to be sentenced to 35 years in prison on trafficking charge and 20 years on the conspiracy. Are they going to run consecutive or concurrent? That's what I want to know. So is he just going to do 35 years or 30? Or is he going to get, you know, 55 years? That's what I want to know because if they run them concurrent, consecutive he's only going to do that you know 
I, I don't like that shit. Yeah, even if he's doing 35, he'll only do like probably 15, 20. The trafficking charge carries a sentence of 10 years to life imprisonment along with a $250,000 fine. The conspiracy charge carry, charges up to 20 years in prison for a $250,000 fine. It says uh, the the plea agreement calls for him to be supervised for life on trafficking charge and five years on a conspiracy charge. He'll be forced to make restitution to three of the victims. So obviously he's not doing that much time. Two of the victims were younger than 16 and one of them was younger than 12. He was arrested in Dallas County, Texas <clears throat> during his first court appearance before a magistrate. He denied his identity and mentioned protests and riots connected to 2020 death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Uh, what does him fucking pimping little kids out have to do with waterboarding in, in pimping little kids out? This is why our cities are burning. This is why he Welcome said to modern America, because you friend. can just take someone on someone's word and just pull them into court and shackle them. Oh, he's one of them fucking wackadoodle motherfucker. Anyway, they this, say this, he's very disruptive. Yeah, they they gonna make a deal with this piece of shit, and he's gonna get a way lighter sentence. And uh, he's a fucking pimping little kids and forcing them to work and shit like that. Uh, I wish I had a picture of this piece of shit motherfucker. Uh, yeah, some pissing me off too. I just want to go over there. I I hope he just fucking gets. Bitch slapped and fucking. Well, you know he will. You know, ass. I hope he gets ass raped in prison by a fucking porcupine cock or something like that. Uh, just, just, just brutal, brutalized stuff to the, the, this piece of shit motherfucker. He can just, I don't know. I don't know if you could waterboard people in prison or. Beth says she wants a porcupine cock. It says I want one. That's what I was talking about. So I don't know. A porcupine cock? Yeah, that's what I said. I hope he gets raped by a porcupine cock. Oh. And she says, I want one. So. <laughs> um, well, moving on. The, uh, the next story actually <laughs> confused the shit out of me when I read the headlines. Like, why the fuck would they do that? Uh, apparently, Lafayette police identified a woman caught on camera posing as nurse at local hospital. First, I was wondering, what would she fucking gain by doing this? Then she, we jump into it. She gets to wear the cool uniform. Yeah, right? The scrubs. I love scrubs. <laughs> They're so comfortable. Lafayette police say they have identified the woman who was seen on camera and gaining access to secure areas where she allegedly stole. There's our favorite word, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, even though they have her on camera. And she even looks straight at the camera. Uh, she stole a wallet and used the credit cards. Uh, photos of the suspect inside the hospital and her most recent social media photo have ident- been identified. Um, she's, yeah, that's definitely her. Um, either way, it happened on September 1st or something like that. But regardless, um, yeah, I thought she was going to like maybe steal medical records or something. Or no. drugs. I mean, yeah, pills or yeah. something. Nope. Yeah, she she, had, she's robbing freaking sick people. How the hell did she get past security without a scan badge? Have you been to a lot of hospitals? Well, I have. I mean, a fucking you, a blind, a blind, mentally handicapped person with 
a half a leg and no arms could sneak past them, okay? <laughs> I mean, it's around here anyway. Yeah, I was all confused about Bess. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with our flag? Anyway, um, this is her above us, her what do you got her looking at the camera? This is what she looks like when she's not faking being in there. Actually, not that bad looking of a woman. I don't she know. actually looks. I don't know why your mic keeps cutting out. It's that cord. Uh, you need to get a new cord. That anyway, good. that's her. <laughs> if you see this lady coming to give you an injection in the hospital, I would ask for a different nurse. <laughs> Check your Or wallet. if she tells you to roll over. Yeah. <laughs> Just two fingers, two fingers. What? Whoops. Drop my shit. Alrighty, let's see what we got next. Yeah, you don't wanna that that would be my look. Yeah, they only had a picture of two of these fellas right here. What's up, Kevin? How you doing? Hey Kevin. We're talking about bad people. Here's two of the bad guys here. Uh I don't know what happened to the third one, but uh, they have three. Look three like brothers. They do. Uh, three Louisiana men got arrested for, here's our favorite word, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, at, for aggravated assault after, after teens reportedly shot Orbeez at them. I, that's them little bitty, uh, was them liquid fog field balls? Uh, yeah, we bought some for the kids. I mean, they do hurt like shit, but they, they're not deadly. This was in Westlake, Louisiana. The Calcasieu, you said you got it right that time, Holster. The the sheriff's office stated that on November the tenth, and uh, that this happened on the, uh, October the eleventh, but they stated it on October the tenth. They were summoned to a convenience store on Houston River Road in Westlake, Louisiana, in regards to a disturbance. The detective spoke with a David J. Dossie, thirty-two. Anthony J. Thompson, 30, and uh, Andrew J. Thompson, 31. I don't know which ones are which. Like I said, they only had pictures of two of them. Uh, all were from Westlake. In the initial investigation, they reportedly told the deputies that they had seen a parked automobile at the store that they thought had previously shot at them with an Orbeez gun. They claimed that when they attempted to make contact with the people inside the automobile, the people began hitting their truck and fleeing the scene. While the deputies were still on the scene, uh, their dispatch got a report at a different location about three teenagers, ages of 14, 15, and 17, and an 18-year-old being assaulted by a man with a firearm. It was later revealed that these persons were also engaged in the previous complaint. I'm guessing that's these fellows up here, some of them. They collected video surveillance from the convenience store, and they saw Dossie repeatedly striking the glass of the car occupied by the 18-year-old and the juveniles with a fence post. I mean, I just carry a fucking fence post around with me. Pull out the ground. It's like, hold on, let me, go back. let me go back to your truck and get my fence post out of there, because I'm about to whoop somebody's ass with this fence post. What the fuck movie was that, Walking Tall? Yeah. The detectives then noticed Anthony breaking the window with the same fence post. Now they're sharing the fence post. It's a family heirloom fence post. <laughs> he then attempted to use the post to strike the passenger. He said uh, he took the whole thing of a posted note clean out of context. Okay, redneck. Posted notes are little pieces just, of paper. You're not supposed to. to the do not post. Hit the people with the post and say hi. 
your post-it note. So you just can't do that. You're supposed <laughs> to know better. Oh, and uh, after he attempted to uh, use the post to strike the passengers uh, as they drove away, they also saw Andrew exit the truck, pull out a weapon, and point it toward the people inside of the car. And he went, pew, pew, motherfucker. I don't know. I guess he just pointed it. Uh, Following further investigation, they issued arrest warrants for Dossie, Anthony, and Andrew, which were signed by a judge. Yeah, that wasn't wasn't a real gun. It it, uh, just, this was a uh, a cap gun. It just identified as a real gun. That's right. It's a cordless old hunter. (laughs) They were... Charged with four, they were charged with four counts of aggravated assault, four counts of simple battery, four counts of aggravated criminal damage to property. Dawson and Anthony were apprehended. When detectives spoke with them, they admitted to causing the victim's car damage. They were arrested and booked into the Calcasieu Cal- Parish Correctional Center, where their bonds had been set at $33,000 each. Uh, we're going to go way back in, into, the, into the past, okay, people, if y'all haven't been listening. This happened, shit, I don't know how long ago. Do y'all remember the school shooter in Texas? One of these Texas ones they had, he shot like three or four people. The black kid. Yeah, his bond was $25,000, and he shot four people. Inside okay. of a school. Inside of a school. Four people. His bond was 20. These people beat the fuck out of somebody's car and shit with a fence post and stuff, and their bond was $33,000. <laughs> uh, Detectives were originally unable to locate Andrew, but he was apprehended recently in Sabine Parish. His bond is $78,000, I guess because they had to go look for his ass. I don't know. They said uh, they established that the 17-year-old was firing. They say juvenile, but to me, a 17-year-old, I mean, I know by law it's class not a juvenile. This motherfucker knew exactly what the hell he was doing. He was the one shooting the Orbeez gun. He uh he was issued a whole misdemeanor summon for simple battery. It is a toy that shoots water beads with a burst upon impact. Uh, what happened if I got bruised up and had to go to the doctor? That should be aggravated by battery. What about the shitting the shitting the other the older driver in the car? The eighteen year old should have been charged I with. Didn't co- get charged with a drive by. Well. Shouldn't the driver be charged with contributing to delinquency for the two juveniles were that were in the car then? It sounds like that just happened to me. See, we call it the pancake theory. You just take, you know, all the charges and throw them against the wall. Trust me, the DA's going to drop well, the ones they don't like anyway. Well, what pisses me off about, like, says, situations like this. Okay, yeah, these they, they done wrong. I understand. They were probably pissed off. I mean, I don't think the Orbeez probably uh, do any damage to a vehicle or anything. I wouldn't think. Okay, piss you off. It could have scared the shit out of them. I thought they were actually getting shot at, which is very dangerous. I think if somebody shoots you with that and you don't know what's going on and shoot them back with real bullets, I think it should be justified because don't shoot shit at people, okay? Well, Especially, it's like, but if you're standing outside and you start hearing ting, 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 and you're seeing the, you know, the shit hitting, you turn around and you see somebody with what looks like a gun, yeah, I... I I don't see well, why you wouldn't defend. But they said all he wrote, they wrote the seventeen-year-old the misdemeanor summons. To me, that's a bunch of bullshit. You arrested these motherfuckers, okay? Well, how about arrest? Like I said, the driver. He was eighteen. Arrest him for contributing for the two minors that are in there. Arrest that other one for for 
he did he hit the people? So you might you could have possibly have some damage or whatever. So he should be charged with several things. And the fifteen year old, I'm sure. He, I mean, or fourteen, he probably did something. I'd, I'd find something to charge it for everybody. All this little circle of motherfuckers, everybody would have got charges because then it's eight, you know, because that's just fair. And they should have went and charged the seventeen year old's parents with the same offense because they probably got the gun for him. That's hilarious. Just saying, because they brought tried, it all the way back. I'm bringing it back, all of it. That that where I'm talking about that is, if y'all remember back to that other shooting, that Michigan. they charged the mom and dad also with the crimes. But so if we're doing that, like I said, if we're doing it for some, do it for all. Charge the parents too. Fuck it, lock them up. Because they're the one raising these little bastards. Yeah. So somebody somebody raised them fucked up. Yeah, I mean, so fuck it, lock them up. They do that in other countries. Do they not? They do. I don't know which one. Saudi, I, be, I believe it's in Saudi Arabia and Kuwait. If you get caught, uh, if you get caught driving while intoxicated, let's say I get caught driving intoxicated in Kuwait, they just don't put me in jail for DWI. They lock you and your kids up in a cell with you. The whole fucking oh, yeah. family. The whole family. We'd all be having a sock party. Uh, the whole family. So... They'll go to jail. Well, breaking right into the segue, uh, this next story I have no uh, prior history of. Four out of five suspects arrested in Morgan City shooting. Uh, Morgan City, Louisiana, four of the five suspects who allegedly, allegedly opened fire in Morgan City and injured one of uh, an injured one have been arrested, according to Morgan City PD. Uh, Deontay Fairgood, twenty-two. That's all their names. I got, anyway. I got, a, I got a video. Oh, do you? I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to screen share stuff again, so y'all bear with me. Oh, because you know I'm not good at it. Bear with me. You know I'm not good at this screen share stuff. Good, and I can start reading the next one. Melissa says there's no sound. Anyway, let's look at a piece. He read it. Here's the picture of all of them. Uh, yeah, so that's four out of the five individuals responsible for a, uh, a murder during a uh, shooting. I don't know. I'm having such an issue with. Uh, I don't know. I have such an issue with the. Uh, Audio, Screen share? St- audio stuff lately. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, some more people got arrested for doing what? Shooting. And that's a that's a good transition into a 24-year-old man found dead at Baton Rouge Hotel after overnight shooting. Uh, basically, one man was found dead at a hotel following a shooting early Thursday morning uh, prior to 3 a.m. at a... Fairbridge Inn, which is like a Holiday Inn, 
there is a 24-year-old man found dead with at least one good gunshot wound. Uh, one good shot wound? <laughs> yeah, one good shot wound. Uh, the police uh, ruled his homicide. Murder. Yeah, it's a homicide. Homicide. But at least nobody else got killed in the process. This next one's fucking crazy and goes more towards our other podcast, but... What, the federal, federal agents? We're helping the local sheriff's office in apprehending this suspect. Um, the federal agents got involved in arrest of accused rapist after learning that the suspect appeared to be living in the United States without documentation. Um, as we know, you can't really... Roll them out of the United States without uh, you're messing me up with the finger. Anyway, um, you can't throw them out unless it's a forcible felony. Well, you know, well, rape is kind of a. For, yep. I'd rather, but tell you the truth, we said it before. I'd rather them lock his ass up in prison here because if they, they just send him there, if they kick him out the country, you know what he's going to do? He's just going to come back. back. He's going to yep. come back. And what they're going to do yeah, at the border? They'll give him free phones and shit and say, okay. Come back later. We'll check on you. And he'll never come back. He was an illegal immigrant here illegally, obviously. He was booked into the Livingston Parish Jail on counts of third-degree rape, sexual battery, indecent behavior with a juvenile computer-aided solicitation of a minor and pornography involving juveniles. And Um, and I'm willing to bet now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden he probably speaking no English. He looked white. I, I well, me too. I'm just saying, I guarantee you, though, he all of a sudden don't speak English. And now they got to oh, get an no. interpreter and pay for all that bullshit. And I guarantee his motherfucker probably speaks just as well English as I do. Well, I'm sure that they got a Spanish-speaking officer on over there. Anyway, y'all look at this picture. You from the Livingston Parish area. You're watching this or anything. Could be your cousin, Jose. Watch this motherfucker. I say you watch you, man. I'm I'm very I, I watch. I guarantee you he was too. I ain't letting no motherfuckers around any of my kids. Period. And good thing, you know, this motherfucker right here, he'd have fucked around and found out well didn't that when that shit to one of my grandkids or something like that? Him being a grown grown man like that. Yeah. He might have went and turned himself in because it'd have been for his own safety. Better hope the cops find you before I do. His own safety. People that know me know that I am not joking. I will put my. I've been known to do shit before. I've gotten in trouble before, but I've still done it. And I will do it again if it comes down to it. Because I uh, ain't going to fuck around with my family like that and just walk on it. What the hell's up with this dog in West Baton Rouge? I got, I, I got a video on this. Let's see if uh, we can. Uh, let's see if anybody hears it. Let's go over here and see. We now know the officer who was shot no, Saturday's training exercise. Right here. Home with his foster family after he was abandoned Tuesday. Where'd it go? Police there it is. Springs arrested the man seen in surveillance video driving away without him. Katie- can y'all hear that? I know he can't, but can y'all hear yeah, it? Yeah, they can. They can hear it. They can hear it. All right. This uh little background. This just just cute little puppy up there. He uh. He got got loose from his foster home, and this other piece of shit motherfucker, I guess, snatched him up and just went and dropped him off somewhere. They got video of it. I, I hope I don't see this motherfucker on the street, because 
I have a few choice words for him. Adorable puppy. Michael, please say this video was taken Piece of shit right there. Shop on Florida Boulevard. It's heartbreaking. You see the dog wagging his tail as Joshua Tudor approaches. Its foster family tells us it was difficult to watch, but they're glad his story has a happy ending. On Thursday, Tarzan, a two-year-old chocolate lab, played in the yard with his foster. That's a cute dog. And he ain't mean because the, the piece of shit that, that got him and just let him loose out there, uh, he was wagging his tail and shit. So I don't know what this fucker's problem is. It was a happy moment for the pup after being abandoned yeah, outside I, Adam's smoke shop. I would have said the video's playing. Go ahead. No, I, I flat out, I mean, you know, I would prefer, hey, look, you're going to fucking take my car? Leave my dog. No, he didn't steal the car. Oh. He stole the dog and then took the dog. I guess the dog got loose. It t explains it. But uh, no, it's his car. He just went and dumped the dog off. Gotcha. He's a piece of shit. Boulevard, Tuesday night. It is heartbreaking. It's very sad. It was all caught on video. Denham Springs police say Joshua Tudor stopped inside the store and came back out a few minutes later. Watch him right here. Tarzan wag his tail as Tudor approaches the car. Then Tudor takes the dog's collar off and shoves him out of the car. I think it's heartbreaking. I think I think he knew the man for sure because he got excited when he came back to the car. His foster family, who asked not to be on camera, says they've watched him for three weeks after a nearby groomer found him. They say Tarzan got out of the house on Sunday. He was not wearing the collar Tudor is seen taking off of him. This motherfucker right there. Right here. Somebody needs to kick him out of a car while it's moving at about 80 Even miles an hour. Even look straight at the camera. While it's moving about 80 miles an hour. With his little gay ass shorts on. Collar Tudor is seen taking I don't off get of it. him. He didn't have a collar on because his. Like it doesn't make any sense. And, uh, but then again, so the I had the lady across the street from me move out. Tudor and they left their damn animals in the backyard. Yeah, people do that shit too. Piece of shit. He was unhappy about the dog coming from a neighboring residence, so he brought it to the business to drop him off. On Wednesday, the. This is a look, look at this right here. You see that? That's major highway. Look. Oh, he could have been killed. This, ma this is a major highway. Oh, that, he's. Family saw the Denham Springs Police Department post this on Facebook. When I saw it, I commented and told the girl he was our foster. And I called them, and they said animal control had picked him up. So I went and got him from the shelter. The video was upsetting for the family to watch, but they say they are happy Tarzan is safe. He it was good the police department was trying to find him. That was sad. Tudor was booked with cruelty to animals. Please tell us he has been released. <sighs> that is a piece of shit. I can't stand motherfuckers is going to be mean to animals like that. That story pissed me off, too. Well, you know he's still driving that vehicle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a Ford. Those look like a fucking little Toyota piece of shit car. Uh, let's move on to a different story. Uh, this next one, we're going to... You ain't got a video for this one? No, they don't have Chairs one. thrown, tasers fired during brawl at Scotlandville High School. A baton rouge up to 12 students are facing disciplinary action after they got into a big-ass fight uh, at Scotlandville High School on Thursday. 
Uh, the East Baton Rouge school system said the fight started around 1 p.m. between two students before several other individuals or several other individual fights broke out. They were figuring, screw it. If we're going to have a fight, we might as well make it a fucking big one. Um, so you got 12 individuals just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, security officers, uh, they didn't have deputies, apparently. Security officers arrived to the scene and uh, deployed tasers and stuff like that. Uh, they are unclear if the taser had struck anyone at this time. I'm surprised. Well, they should know if the taser shot somebody. You know that, yeah. And I'm surprised they're not up and on. See, it said security. If it would have been cops that tased the kids, oh, they would have been. It. They'd have been up and arm, up in arms about it. Yep, hundred ten percent is what I was thinking. But yeah, I mean that that borderlines on a riot. You got twelve individuals beating the shit out of each other. I, I don't understand what's wrong with these kids going on today. No, as many these damn near riots in school. See, oh, y'all see my new T-shirt too, right? <clears throat> that one's yeah, on the store too. See your damn T-shirt. Yeah. It, here's what I think it is, because I grew up during part of it. So the older generation that grew up mostly without internet, cell phones, shit like that, which is unless well, you. And then, like, I was born when it was all starting to come out, and then it all kind of, between then and now, it developed under a certain course of time, but we became a lot more technological. In the even shorter period of time, which I've had children, those kids have had, they grow up so fast because the information just comes to them. You know, when I was a kid, I'm you know, they tried to protect you from certain things in a community. Hell, you can't be protected anymore. It's everywhere you look. Dan, we didn't have riots like that when I was in school. I can tell you that much. Oh, Fred Flintstone got the dinosaurs going. Oh Lord. Oh, uh, let's see what this next one is. Two sex two suspected drug dealers were arrested. Uh got pictures. Let me pull the pictures up. It's a decent-looking 12-gauge. Nope. Here's with the, the drugs and some weapons. And here are the a lot of pills. suspected drug dealers. Allegedly. Allegedly. Two suspected drug dealers were arrested this week in a pair of unrelated drug busts. So they weren't drug dealing together. They were uh, trying to, one of them probably ratted the other one out. I got busted. You can get that other motherfucker now. Uh, one was on I, the interstate in Iberville Parish. According to the Iberville Parish Sheriff's Office, the first arrest was made Tuesday. Marco Gunningzines or something. I don't know how you say his name. It's Spanish and I am not <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> he was taken into custody after deputies stopped him on I-10 and found he had $200,000 worth of cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. Uh, I wonder, do you think them narcotics guys test the drugs like they, they used to, like on Miami Vice? They take it and they go, no. and they rub it in their mouth and sit their lips. Go, they don't do that? No. You don't think? No. <laughs> they never did that shit. You'd, Yet, pop, you'd pop fucking hot on a piss test. Just we're all on the same page. This gentleman <laughs> over here is not related to me. He just, you know, he has a tan and his name apparently is also Holstera. <laughs> yeah. 
This guy right here, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure this guy right here is the one that they got on the interstate, as I'm, as I'm guessing the, the Mexican looking dude. Uh, yeah, I'm just, just saying, yep, see, Bronson said that is the one they got on the interstate. The second arrest was made Wednesday when a deputy seized hydrocodone, Adderall, and several firearms from 40 year old Frank Turner. That would be the other gentleman. Where is that? Over there. Uh, they were both each booked into the parish jail. Uh, Jose here faces charges of possession with the intent to distribute cocaine, and Turner faces charges with possession with the intent to distribute hydrocodone, possession with intent to distribute Adderall, and possession of firearm of by a convicted felon, possession of firearm in the presence of drugs. They don't say what their bonds are. I'm pretty sure they're fucking pretty big. That's a lot of pills, and pills are extremely hard extremely hard for uh to get uh to get pills nowadays so yeah they just move on to other shit parks on their shoulder probably parked on the shoulder i don't think uh i don't think they uh were parked on the shoulder i'm probably oh they were both on i-10 uh so congratulations to our narcotics guys out there Doing a good job. They 110%. Yes, we need to give them a good pat on the ass for that one. What they should do is auction off that shotgun. I'll be the first <laughs> one to buy tickets. So, good deal. It's a lot of, that's a lot of drugs that won't hit the streets, the streets for our, our kids at least. Well, my kids be like, oh, not drugs. They'd be like, <laughs> dad, look at these guns we found on the streets. His next guy, he's yeah, this, a he's a bank guy. robber. This bank robber was arrested October uh, after October heist on. Anybody that's not familiar with the area wouldn't know where that's at, but it is in Baton Rouge. Uh, deputies arrested a man Thursday accused of stealing an unknown amount of money. Uh, so how does that work? We show up and they just say, "Well, he, he stole something." I don't I don't know what he stole. Um, the robbery unfolded just before 4 p.m. at the Regents Bank. Um, he handed her a note to give me all your money. I've got a gun. She was able to signal under the register and stuff and tell her coworkers, say, hey, look, I'm being fucking robbed. Um, do, 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 do. Apparently, he's been arrested before for a fucking bank robbery. What the hell? Obviously, he ain't good at it. Well, if yeah, you look at his stupid. pictures right here, if I'm gonna rob a bank, I'm gonna. He didn't even cut his hair. I mean, look at the two pictures. You can see. Yep. I mean, even with the mask on, you can tell it. It's him. definitely. You him. see, I think this is where it's fucked up now. COVID's over. COVID's over. No, nobody should be going in banks and shit like that with mask on their face. No. Anymore. COVID's over. Bye bye. Take the fucking mask off your face, okay? Before, if you just walk in with a mask on your face like that, that's like they're instantly hitting a fucking button. Well, I had thought that, too. I mean, you know, I remember the very first time after all this COVID bullshit, I walked up to the liquor store. I put my head inside and said, do you want me to wear the mask? Because I wanted somebody to tell me yes. Um, Hell no. I wouldn't walk like walking into a convenience store at 2 a.m. Don't be wearing a mask. It automatically puts a, people on heightened aggression, and somebody's going to get hurt. Did we really go through that many stories that fast? 
Amazing. Let's get, you gave me so many. And I want to go on record as saying the first episode that ever went live early. before what time we were supposed to be <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, we actually showed up early. Yep, like four and a half minutes early. This next one, <laughs> I don't know how, uh, let me read it. Anyway, we got a man that or got arrested for stabbing someone outside of a bar. Me personally, after I read it, I'm like, I don't know if this, they should have arrested this guy. But y'all can tell me what y'all think. This is in Baton Rouge. A man was arrested after police say he accidentally stabbed somebody outside of a bar, bar early Friday morning. Sending a, legit. Sending a person to the hospital. Around 1.30 a.m. Friday, the Baton Rouge Police Department was called to a parking lot on Perkins Road outside of the Bulldog Bar. A man was taken to the hospital with a stab wound and is expected to be okay. Police said Joshua Bean, 34, was arrested for negligent injuring. Officer said it appeared the victim was hurt by a blade during a hug. No other details were available. So it's like, hey, buddy, what's going on? They gave each other a hug. He must have had some kind of knife in his jacket or something, and it stabbed the other dude. Oh, that sucks. I mean, it's an accident. I mean, come on. You're arrested. <laughs> I mean, fucking come on. And if if that was my buddy, I was like, look, I'm it's like, okay, I'm not dying. I'm going to be okay. Look, don't arrest my friend. He didn't stab me on purpose. Right. That's Unless like they really weren't that close of friends. And the other guy was screaming the whole time, lock his fucking ass up. Well, that's just like the other thing. I mean, you could, uh, if you're walking around in a store and accidentally step on somebody's toe, they're going to arrest you for battery. I mean, legally they could. I mean, because technically you did c- commit a battery on that person. But you have to provide, I, well, once again, I'm assuming we're all trained the same, but you have to have the ability and intent. Um, did they have the ability to stand on the foot? Yes. Did they intend to step on your fucking foot? No. Well, he didn't intend, uh, a, he didn't mean to stab his friend. Well, see, that's where it would get dropped. I mean, if it was down here, there's no intent. I mean, I don't think they should have arrested the dude. If the, if the, if the guy that got stabbed was not saying, Hey man, do you fucker, you know, no, I'd been like that. Like, like, it's like, let's say you came and gave me a hug and you accidentally stabbed me from a knife that was in your pocket. I don't I'd want him, I don't, wonder. I don't want him to arrest you. I don't know why you have an open knife in your pocket yeah, that's because what I was I'm just saying, you know, people do stupid shit though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I disagree with that arrest. It's from what I, for, from, from what, from what I know of what we know of it, I disagree with it. There might be more to it that they didn't print that might change my mind. But from what what I know of it read, I disagree with that. Also, uh, guys, I don't okay. know who knows or not. Uh, Gallagher passed away like the day before yesterday. And uh, the Gallagher, the guy who likes to smash uh, watermelons, watermelons and yeah. stuff with a big old hammer. He was hilarious when I was younger. Um, not only that, you got Jay Leno is, uh, recovering fine. Apparently never he thought had, he was too funny then. Who Jay Leno? Yeah. I've never really thought of him as a comedian. Well, Just did you funny. see that story where he was working on his cars in a shop and the fire was like, it just pff, out of nowhere. It just, everything caught on fire. No, I'm yeah. saying I just never the shit out of him. thought he was a comedian. I do have some other I videos. Like I like didn't. I didn't send the stories to, so Holster is just going to have to watch on his phone or something to hear it. 
uh, or just watch it. Home with his foster family after he was abandoned Tuesday night. Not Police in Denham Springs arrested the man. Right here. Want the city parish to improve drainage. This story right here, I think, is hilarious. See, they can have these two old men up here, and uh, I guess yeah. the city the city came in the video. Gifts given the background. Two old men. The city came out, I guess, to clean the ditches and shit out. And they're like, "Oh, no, motherfucker, we didn't call about this shit. Y'all ain't fucking with my ditches." And they sat there and went and move until they left. They basically had, uh, they protested. <laughs> the fucking people left. But you, what's funny about it is, one of the men here actually did call to get the cl- ditches clean. So let's listen to the story because it's actually funny as shit. Two people actually stop that sort of work from happening. That is not where this saga ends. News 2's Katie Easter reports. Jerry Cargile and Richard Oram say this is what they woke up to Friday morning. Crews cleaning the ditch in front of Cargile's home with plans to create a new ditch on the other side of his driveway. They used a backhoe and they scooped out the dirt and piled it and hauled it off. It's an effort to improve drainage, something many people here plead for. In this instance, they say it's a waste of money since they had no issues. So the two men sat in lawn chairs in protest. Workers packed up and left since the men wouldn't get out of their way. Drainage is perfect as left by the developer in 1975, given a little silt here and there, but not necessarily needing ditching. So why did a crew show up? That was probably a result of a phone call someone made in this subdivision about drainage, but we don't know who that was. Turns out that someone was Cargyle. The homeowner made a 311 request half a decade ago in 2017 to get the ditch in front of his home cleaned out. So I don't know if you heard that old stare. One of the old men's there, he's the one that called to get the ditch cleaned out in 2017. They showed up in I'm 2000. Listening, yeah. They showed up in 2022 to clean the fucking ditch. <laughs> He's like, like, yeah, you called. He's like, when? Oh, in 2017, wow. I called. So now, how many years is that? <laughs> Yeah, 18, 19, 20, 21, 25 fucking years later. I called five fucking years ago. Okay? And he probably called after like a hurricane, like, hey, we got some shit. Well, it's gonna, we're gonna finish up. We only got like a minute left of the story, but we're gonna finish. But the main, they never came out, so they cleaned the, the problem they had out themselves and forgot about it. But these motherfuckers want to show up that many years later? Give me a break. Damn, they are behind. He included this picture in that request. It showed dirt which silted up on the lower part of the ditch and then grass grew up in the silt. That's what you see in that picture of the record that the city parish has. I cleaned that out myself. City parish officials say Cargill's request from five years ago is one of almost 3,000 311 service requests they are just now getting to with the help of American Rescue Plan Cash. So far, they have completed just over 1,000. Cargyle says he only remembered making that request after we showed him a copy of it. He says he was upset no one followed up before sending crews since during that long wait, he cleaned the ditch himself. Just make a harmless phone call. Oh, no, no, I don't need my ditch cleaned now. He says there are other areas needing the drainage improvements more than he does. In Baton Rouge, Katie Easter, WBRZ News 2. So, Metro Council Member Dwight Hudson... So that's just... (laughs) 
five years later with with this yep. bullshit Before money I that sent resources on it. I would definitely check with the residents. Why it's that it's that fucking Biden fucking build back better shit or whatever that all these oh. places got money for. Yeah, but you know as well as I do that crew still got paid to go out there. Yeah, you bet on it. So bet that's what it. I'm saying is, you know, go out, check with the local residents. You know, if there's a stop sign that needed to be there five years ago, <clears> you know, and the residents still want it, put the fucker there. But something like this that was fixed five years ago after he tried the cheapest way, which is contact the parish, and it didn't get solved, I... Solved himself. Uh, then we've got one more video. Let's see. I've never seen anything like that. I don't know how they're going to get it down. This right here, this just, me and Bam were actually on our way back from uh, town, and uh, when this story came out, and of course the alert came on the phone, and uh, she was like, "Jesus Christ!" Anyway, the, somebody, uh, I'm not sure if they were elderly, drunk, high, or what, but anyway, they they crashed their car. Okay, the thing is, where they crashed, the, where they the car ended up. Okay. They left the roadway, and they crashed their car into a house. Problem is, the car landed, and it went through the roof of the house and through the attic and came down. So it hit a ditch or something. Yeah, it the the car landed on top of the house upside down, and went of course into the house from the the roof. So they got watched the video. I mean, it's you expect if your house get your car your house gets hit by a car, it's not from above. You're looking at a car flipped over. People that are here, you can see it. I paused it. Look at it. No, Jesus Christ. How often do you see a car on top of the fucking house like that? Captain's down here. You know how fast they must have been going? Because the, to, for it to land up there like that, it had, I mean. At it, least 100. It had to be, but I mean, it had to get at least 15 foot in the air to land there like that. It's crazy smashed on top of the roof of a home in Zachary here on Rita and Newell Street. The roof taking major damage. You know it's bad when this man right here I'm putting on motorcycle see him that is the actual that's uh Sid the uh, actual sheriff for the parish. So you know it's bad when the sheriff himself actually comes out to the crash scene. No, he he just didn't believe everybody on. Yeah, he's like, "What? No, no." He ain't says, no. "No, you're full of fucking shit." It's I'm, like, "Yeah, y'all, right I'm there. coming out to make sure y'all ain't drinking." Yeah, right. Y'all need a <laughs> window shattered as police responded. So they weren't running from the cops or anything, huh? No. <laughs> police taped off the area, and flashing lights could be seen for a long stretch down this road. Barbara Bowdwain lives across the street from the house, and she says she heard what happened from her home. We heard a loud noise so we knew something had run into something and my husband ran outside and he looked up and <laughs> come on here we knew something had run into something and we would come outside and something had happened <laughs> and it was something to see <laughs> i want to see i want to see was. the accident reconstruction <laughs> i'm glad i'll have to draw that that fucking thing. on the street he couldn't see anything one the other day, now, we yelled, oh, I'm sorry, he's probably playing. Was that? I stopped it. With the distance from the house to the road that they showed us. Yeah, you saw that? <laughs> that's a big fucking distance. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were, you know, 100 mile an hour, maybe if it was closer. That's <laughs> like, 
they were pegged out. And that, like, that, that's a, they, they caught some major fucking air. This photo shows what the inside of the house looks like. A huge hole can be seen here in the wall and the ceiling. Zachary Police Chief David McDavid says with the help of the fire department, they were able to safely rescue the woman who is driving the car. McDavid. How would you like to get, it's like, it's nice to meet you. What's your name? David. McDavid. Yeah, I heard, I heard you the first time. Yeah, yes, McDavid. Yeah, yeah, no, David McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his real name? Yeah, his real name's David McDavid. <laughs> his parents had a very, very uh, funny sense of humor. You ain't <laughs> bullshitting, Jared. I mean. <laughs> Jared says, home on bear, watch this. I think. You can see, look, look, look right here, the, the distance on this driveway. I mean that's and, and that that's some distance right there, and it's like I think they came from this area because but I but think still they came that's between the garage and that tree. Yeah, somewhere's up in here, but it's like they they were up in the air. They oh, yeah. they they might have got. I don't know if they, I don't think they got killed. They they probably lucky that house was there because if not, they would have landed really bad. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's definitely a fucking story to tell, Jared. That's for damn sure. That, uh, says the driver was speeding towards yeah. the house and hit I, this tree. I would have been like, "What the fuck?" Yes, yeah, I was right. That tree. And the car ended up flipping onto the roof. Yeah, I'd be interested Thanks. to see the house over. during the day. And uh, you Lights. saw where, uh, right here by the side, where she kind of just hit right here on the uh, uh, the carport side and, and put her upside down. McDavid oh, so he used the trunk. In the house, the trunk. A 13- yeah, must have used some of the tree and ramped itself. But that's still some height. Oh yeah, that's still some height. Year old and an eight year old were able to get out safely. He also says this is one of the craziest scenes he has ever been to in his career. Is up there at the top. I've never seen this uh, in my 34 and a half year career here at Zacopedia. McDavid did also tell me it's unclear right now if the driver had a medical procedure that led to the accident and the car ending up on the roof or how fast she was driving. He so it was a female, and that I, it might have been the older. I don't know if he was older or not. Jerry says he's glad they didn't call him to recover. That would suck. I'm willing to bet. They got to use a crane <laughs> to get that off. If not, because if you just grabbed it and started yanking it, you're going to tear up. You're going to tear up the house even worse. Could you imagine when that that insurance company gets that bill? <laughs> you know they're just going to try to put a new roof on it. Yeah, but they got inside even damage that, it's like too. A percentage of the roof. And just say there you go. But it's like, what's that on? What's the, the Farm Bureau or whatever the commercials where it's like. The weird shit. Seen a, seen a thing or two? Yeah, I'm not seeing It's like when, when one of your customers' car goes through the Fireworks. roof and into the living room. <laughs> yeah, through the roof into the living room. At least them new kids or nothing in the house was hurt. Could you imagine the noise that that had to create? If it happened in my house, I wouldn't know it. Mel would wake me up and be like, there's a fucking car hanging from <laughs> well, the ceiling. We're, we're about to wrap it up. I, I I didn't I couldn't go write tickets. It's raining over here and shit. So in hell if I know Aaron, he just called me and goes, "I'm gonna go live. <laughs> you want to do it?" So, well, like I said, usually when I can't work late or something. In this past weekend, this past week here in Louisiana, of course, you know, they thought it was Chicago with all the crime stories we had. So I said, "Fuck it, why not?" Hell, I think there was even school shootings and all kinds of shit took place. Jerry says no one has a rotator rig big enough to reach that. Definitely need, yeah, they needed a, a big ass crane, probably grab it and pick it up. 
Uh, today, while I was working, we had a, uh, a Paris tractor lost one of its rear wheels on a state on a state road. You know, I'm talking about broke the whole axle. The the big wheel, one of them in the back, was just laying there. So we had to wait for a, a big ass a low boy to come with a big ass crane on it to pick up this big ass tractor to get it off the roadway and shit. So pussy. That was fun. What? Just lift it up and move it out the fucking road. A big ass tractor. It ain't like it was your lawnmower. Not the whole ass tractor. The tire. The tractor was sitting in the road. It ain't four wheel drive. Oh my god. Drive that motherfucker out the road. Just because <laughs> look, it's four wheel drive. One wheel falls off. You got three wheel drive. Move it. Oh, you're doing a guest spot on another show. What show were you on there, A.A. Ron? Yeah, Aaron. Shit, I never even came and did one with you. I was supposed to back when the Iceman, you know. I was like, no, I'm going to play a motorcycle. What are you talking about? There was that one Wednesday episode you didn't do. I was supposed to go uh, with Aaron. Oh, that's what, no, I did. I think I... Put a audio one out or something. I just honestly, when I went to Mississippi for motorcycle competition. That's what I just fucking said. Oh, you shut up. God. Senile old man. He says you can come on him anytime. No, it says you can come on him. <laughs> we'll have to do it, man. That'll uh, that'll be good. It's called a beer in the front and party in the back? or, or what, what's No, going party on? in the front, liquor in the rear. <laughs> up here, we got, we got stew and petunia. Yeah. Or something. Freebird loves Petunia. It's his favorite. It's cute. It's so cute. It's Mel, Mel wants me to go get a uh, chinchilla. Why? Okay. Think she wants a coat, or yeah, right. What? Are, what are those? That's just like a, a, a soft, like pet Very soft. rat, huh? No, it's it's like a ball. So it's imagine the same thing as uh, the Petunia, and you got this little thing, but it's just hair. Like so fur. it's it's just soft. It don't just imagine fur that's softer than silk. Like you don't even. I, it's just amazing, and that's pretty much it. It's a Chicago guy that talks beer. I can drink beer while we're having a podcast, but I tell you, if you run it long, like twenty four beers, it'll be a lot less interesting towards the end. Um, <laughs> It's well, a, everybody, it is. He said it's a, a bougie pleasure. hamster. Yes, go check out the new website, www.motorcopchronicles.com. I'm still working on it. Uh, I have a little section for all the, the co hosts up there also. Uh, y'all let me know what you think. Go check it out. So we can make little videos and stuff and post them over there? Uh, I, don't, I haven't figured how y'all could do that yet. Uh, yes, like a mink. Very good, Jared. Yeah, I like. Go that. if you like some cigars. You want to get your friends some Christmas gifts, or you want to send holster some. Go to my Patriot Cigar, cigar dot com. Use Motor Cop fifteen yep. get fifteen percent off. Get free shipping. Anything over hundred dollars, and it's a U.S. company. Support your small businessman. Uh, check out the Etsy store. I think I got this new T-shirt on it. If you like skulls and shit, on the back of it, it says "You about that life, motor life." Right. Or you just do the original. Or you go with the OG stuff. Uh, like and review. Uh, we'll be back definitely Wednesday. I know uh, Holster will be here. Uh, I don't know if Freebird or Box will be in yet. I don't know if it's a uh, 
Summon Freebird. Fu- I don't know if it's a fuzzy hat oh, night or not. First Wednesday. No, it's second. Yeah, I don't know if he has fuzzy hat meeting or not. You're late, Roy. We're getting ready to leave. <laughs> uh, you want my underwear? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get get right on that for you. I'm gonna go eat a whole bunch of chili, and I'm gonna send you that pair. Okay. And not only you. that, guys. Hey, if okay. there's a certain time, like if we do additional episodes, you want us to keep them, you know, at seven o'clock east coast good like you know eight o'clock or what you guys tell us what you think is good um honestly i didn't even think about it but coming on at eight o'clock we probably would have got a lot more yeah like i said i just put it out it'll be uh the audio will be out so we have people that do just listen to audio like i said some other ones i appreciate uh whoever you are in the uk if you would like to send an email send an email uh we love the University of Kentucky. In uh, Germany also, and, of course, Louvre is over there. Appreciate our overseas people. JoJo's probably working, and uh, we're earlier than usual for her. Roy, there's no telling where you, what he was doing. He says if the box – well, I'll find out tomorrow if the box is coming and let you know something, Roy. And uh, Roy P. said he will come. You don't bring no plaster because I'm not letting you get any moles in my hands. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we got a chip here if you want to eat it though. Uh, oh yeah, it's one of delicious. these one chip challenge things here. I mean, because free bird's scared to eat it. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> stay uh, uh, watch your back, watch your partners back out there, and uh, remember to smile because the Ice Man could always be behind you. <laughs>